You're listening to Germantown Community Radio, WGGTLP 92.9 FM, Philadelphia, the greatest city in the world, streaming at gtownradio.com. You're listening to Confessions of a Cleaning Lady, brought to you by the Volta Way. I'm your host, Lois Volta. Thanks for listening. My first confession. I don't think people give cleaning as much weight as it deserves. We take advantage of our work and the work of others by dreading the mundane aspects of our lives. How much of your life do you dread? When you wake up, do you not want to do the laundry? Do you dread making the bed, making breakfast, having to do the dishes, unload the dishwasher? How about clean the bathroom? You can stop having a hissy fit about cleaning the bathroom now. It's time you got a little self-respect. And it's on both sides, for the ones who clean and the ones who don't. For the ones who don't clean, I want you to look at the light switch in your bathroom. Do you see the smudges? Do you see that like black and brown kind of caked into where it says on and off on the light switch? With all the times people used the bathroom and didn't properly wash their hands. Flipping on that light. Is there pee on there? I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. And if there's no smudges, it's because somebody else notices it and thinks it's gross. So they clean it themselves because nobody else does. And they're tired of asking you to care about how much work goes into running a household and even seeing the light switch and that it should be cleaned. Nag, nag, am I right? Get a grip. Just pull your weight and do it right because the person who's cleaning after you will notice how miserable of a job you did because you had the attitude to match. Wake up, dude. Bruh. Bro. And the ones that do clean. I see you. You're not going to get anywhere with a broad scream for help. You have to be ruthless. I'd go with post-it notes. Put a post-it note on the toilet brush explaining why you should use it and how to use it. Or a post-it note on the glass mirror on why you shouldn't touch the mirror right after a shower. But you gotta put these notes up right after you cleaned it. So it's clear that you see their dirt You know their habits, and you just cleaned it up. 
and you have enough self-respect to want people to clean up after themselves and be mindful of how they live. After all, you clean up after yourself, hold your standard. Any less is oppression. Why is this oppression? There are people in this world who think that they can say, do, or act however they want. They also believe that the mess they made is for the made. This stems from toxic masculinity and directly affects the oppression of all women. It's right under our noses. Do you see the mess we make is bigger than the grime made in the bathroom? In all cases of oppression, you have the freedom to unlock our mother goddess Kali. Go straight for the ego and wear your wind like a bead on a string of skulls that you got around your neck. Human equality on all matters of dirt. But you, you person that cleans up, you have to take responsibility by teaching and leading by example. If someone respects you, they'll respect that about you. And if you don't feel respected, what are you doing? Yeah, you're gonna have to work on your self-respect. Confession number two. I don't wanna make you jealous, but it only takes me about 15 minutes to clean my bathroom. But it's not because I'm a natural because it's a skill and the more you do the skill the better you get at it and the better you get at it the more you can see the way you live contributes to the mess and when you can see that you contribute to the mess you modify your habits come on what's the problem here confession number three I love how Kali will chop off my head but hold me like sacred mother.
Heart of gold. If this expression 
passion for a heart of gold I've been in my mind It's such a fine line It keeps me searching for number four I just wanted a little encouragement but I thought you know maybe if you saw how much I could do with what you gave me you could see what I could create I just thought if you saw my life and how I lived and how I wanted to love and be worth loving to you I know you love me, and sometimes showing love is really hard. It's hard to give you space, but that's what you want, and that's what you need. I hope you see me as someone who loved you fully and unconditionally, and now it's acted out by how hard it is for me to love you now giving you the space by living in this space between and without. And now my needs have aligned with yours. Now I need space too. I need to be free of the memory of my former self. I'm not the person you thought I was. I know there were times when you saw the real Lois but she only comes out when she feels safe and fully loved. And I need to protect her now. She's fragile and feeling a little new. I've been born yet again.
Does it really make a difference if we don't see eye to eye? Does it really make a difference to build your castle in the sky? Oh, does it really make a difference at all? Are we going to let the big things take over the small? Doesn't make a difference at all. Doesn't make a difference at all.
doing the dishes. It's had a profound, unanticipated effect on me and continues to unfold in layers for which I'm sincerely thankful. I was living in a rental in North Philadelphia in less than fair condition, but it was all that I could afford. Having put my young children to bed while washing the dishes, I started to cry. I asked myself, how could my life have led me here? profoundly disappointed in a rundown house, alone and estranged. I resented not having common conveniences to make my life a little easier, like a dishwasher. And the kids were little and always making such a mess. Yet, through this, gratitude entered my heart. I looked at the dishes and I thought of what I did have, and considering that so many had so much less. As I looked around, I felt happy there was food in the refrigerator and I had decorated so well with so little. As I picked up the kids' toys littered about, I felt thankful that they had a clean place to play. I saw how gratitude radically changed my perspective. So I started a new routine. 
In difficult moments, I learned to insert gratitude. Through this process, I gradually took over disappointment and the feeling of being overwhelmed. Gratitude brings levity to everything. Confession number six. Gratitude does bring levity to everything. And we can look back on our lives and see how far we've come and be thankful that we're still standing, that we're still here, and that we stand together. Confession number seven, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's not that hard. Just say it, say it. Have it on three. One, two, three. Thank you. Confession number eight. You can't blame someone for wanting to feel all the feels, especially after swamping to what Mama Gina calls the GPS while listening to All Things Must Pass by George Harrison. Everyone wants to love and be loved. When we listen to the wisdom of our greatest artists, we learn the depths of love. I want what they got. We can all have it. We just have to give it as well. To be the recipient and the giver. When I feel the love of those unafraid to love, no other love will do.
confession number nine. Let's examine our approach to domestic responsibilities. The temptation is to cut corners, to disengage with our domestic reality, rather than owning what we are responsible for. If something must be done, then we might as well enjoy it and do it well. In dealing with our resentment and avoidance of domestic responsibilities, we should be direct, thorough, and ruthless. This is how we derive fulfillment and pride from our lives despite the personal and social stressors that call us to disengage. If we fixate on the difficult aspects of life, the rhythm of our days will be unpleasant, frustrating, and constantly out of step. Most ordinary stressors can be transformed into an expression of personal creativity within the rhythms and the fluidity of routine. The right footing requires an openness to learning a new process. A holistic home dispatches faulty routines, negligence, and habits that contradict a balanced domestic lifestyle. Confession number 10. I just want COVID to go away.
Thank you so much for tuning in to Germantown Community Radio. You've been listening to Confessions of a Cleaning Lady with your host, Lois Volta, brought to you by The Volta Way. Bye now.